live on YouTube. I just wanted to make sure it's cleared out there. But we are on live on YouTube. Back yes. with Yada Bates, episode 11. Yes. 11. 11, we here. And today we're going to be talking about marketing one-on-one, courtesy of y'all new favorite chicken. <laughs> the Popeye's chicken sandwich. The Popeye's the chicken The infamous sandwich. chicken sandwich that the- made headlines everywhere and, on black twitter and i'm gonna tell you like this i think the first time i saw it i think i saw the commercial for it when i was in dr i was like oh popeye's got a chicken sandwich and i wasn't <laughs> like all hype about it or anything but the moment i touched down and i got back home everybody talking about oh it's better than chick-fil-a i'm like better than chick-fil-a <laughs> what? <laughs> like that's a bold statement yeah. that is a very a very bold statement I know you were saying that the chicken sandwich actually isn't, no. It's not. I think it's been on the menu for a while now. It's just more they promoted it more heavily and they came at Chick-fil-A like we got a better chicken sandwich than you guys. And yeah, everybody's just been going to it. I mean, Chick-fil-A, everybody's trying to compete with Chick-fil-A. The only thing that Chick-fil-A they really have the advantage over them is that they're open on Sundays and Chick-fil-A isn't. But Chick-fil-A is fire. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not going to Popeye's. Yeah. I'm, and I'm going to tell you like this, like. Before it got crazy, like out of hand, before like all of the extra shit, like I tried the sandwich. It's not all that. Like for me personally, and I said this before, I feel like Popeye's chicken been fell off. Like been fell off like for the longest. So when I got it, I'm like, this just tastes like a Popeye's chicken breast between like two pieces of bread. Like I wasn't like, like Chick-fil-A, you got like the layers of flavor and this, I, 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 I like me personally, I like it. But like this, 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 this new shit, this new chicken sandwich era. Is it the sandwich or is it the hype? I think it's more the hype than it is the sandwich because everybody's been saying the same thing. Like the sandwich is bland or it's not all that great to live up to the hype, but it's more so that how they promoted it and how everybody's just been talking about it. And then it created like side conversations about it about basically like advertising in general like people with word of mouth advertising and how we don't support other businesses with their stuff and Mm -hmm. everything like that we're more so it's just like we follow what's hot that's how we are we are people of of movements so whatever is hot right now we're going to follow that movement and chick-fil-a and popeyes was like we're going to break off of this because either way both of them are making money oh yeah you have people who are like, no, nah, I'm gonna stick to Chick Fil A. I'm gonna get their sandwich regardless. And then you have people like curious who will secretly sneak to Popeyes yeah. and get the sandwich I just mean, because of the hype, because of the pressure. You gotta think about it, right? Like, if you see a video, not even a video, several videos of people like fighting over <laughs> a fucking chicken sandwich, right? Like, even if you have no particular interest in it, you gotta say, you gotta ask yourself, what's going on? All yeah. right, like, like, what's really going on here that people are throwing their hands, people waiting in line this long like like for like it's jordan for a fucking chicken sandwich you know what i mean like like it's like i said i had i had already had the sandwich before i started seeing the fight videos but again i was just like yo it made me question myself was like did i go to the wrong location (laughs) (laughs) because the sandwich that i had was not worth throwing the hands over you know what i mean but it's just like like we were saying like attention-based market because it has so much attention because it's like these keywords like it's the best chicken sandwich or it's the most this or it's better than this. It's just like it, those things naturally just spark your curiosity. It's like all like because we all opinionated, so it's just like, well, is it the best chicken sandwich? Let me find out for yeah, myself. Yeah, and then we just go and try to <laughs> see what's up with it, and you know, we're left to 
talk about it and one person talk about it and now everybody's talking about it. Yeah. And it's like, for, for reference, uh, like this isn't just about the chicken sandwich. I want to tell like, if you're all selling any kind of product, like take something away from this. Take some like <laughs> you need to build that kind of hype around your product. Like your T-shirts need to be so comfortable. It's just like somebody's fighting in line to get your T-shirt. You know, yeah, and you know what I've noticed too with this marketing that I've seen is that a lot of smaller businesses and people are taking this opportunity to like market their stuff on the side. They be like, "Oh, y'all think Chick Fil A sandwich? Well, try this sandwich. Yeah, I got man. a better chicken sandwich." Because I've seen an ad for Bun B's, um chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen a lot of local people from in the area in the Trenton area sandwiches. Um, I think somebody made a jerk chicken sandwich. It's just all these different sandwiches are coming out now because you know that's the hype. Like we are gonna follow the hype. So jump on it while it's hot. Yeah, that's how like, I look at it. Like yeah if you cook if you if you make one of those platters on Facebook, make a chicken sandwich platter, it's gonna be booming right now. He says yep. He says, I'll make a banging chicken sandwich. Just just saying, Pablo, first of all, I got like a, a, a personal issue with this guy. First <laughs> off and foremost <laughs> Tyson's chicken sandwich is not your own. <laughs> Tyson's chicken sandwich is not considering making your own chicken sandwich. And I would just dispel those rumors right now. <laughs> so, you know, I'm pretty sure I can make a good chicken sandwich. I'll just, you know, I'm making my own way. I'll season it real good. But I don't like white meat, so no. that's just me. No. Mm -hmm. No, that's why I'm not like the hype passed me. Like it went right over me like this. Yeah, I'm like, mm, I don't even go to Popeyes now. Like, why would I go there for a yeah. chicken sandwich that I'm probably gonna be like, no. If anything, if I'll go back to chicken sandwiches, I'll probably eat like a McChicken. If anything, maybe don't, maybe don't, a don't do that. Go maybe to -A <laughs> maybe a Chicken A sandwich but, if I'm in the mood for it. But nah. But like, I'm I, for that. like I said, um, and, and this is something I was telling you about too. It's not just Popeyes, but like other. People they they use these kind of like obscene marketing tactics where they make like these crazy menu items that they know people would never eat. Like you see like the mac and cheese burger, the mac and cheese is stacked this high. Like realistically, when you go to a restaurant, you're not ordering that shit. You know what I mean? No. But it's just like something that gets your eyes like, oh well, what is this this restaurant? I mean, like we've seen that with like you know like the pitch black ice cream and. All these other different things. I'm trying to like the 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 Sundays where it's like in a cone and it's like all dressed up nice. Oh yeah, you're um I think you're talking about the freak show um shake. It's I know at the shore, like they that's how they got me on Facebook. Like mm -hmm. they had this this um shake that they make. It's like ice cream and then they put like cotton candy on it and fruity pebbles yeah. and like I think a rice crispy cheese, <laughs> lollipops, um the sour straws, like it's like a whole it's like a freak show like Sunday and it's like this whole big elaborate thing. It's like 20 something dollars, but it's just like so appealing to look at. Now I never finished it, but it was like really nice to just look at. And you know, I took yeah. a picture of it and I was like, yeah, I got my thing and all the stuff like that. So it's like, that's how they get advertising because they got me and now I'm spreading it to my network of people. And now if they're interested, I'm not going to probably reach all of them, but one or two people are going to be like, I think I'm going to go down there Belmar and get me that, that now, freak show Sunday. As far as the freak show Sunday on the taste test, have you had better Sundays? Oh, I'm pretty sure I've had. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've bought like Turkey Hill and all that, and it's been better. But it's just the fact of like that it was like I was curious about it. And I was like, oh wow, this is really interesting. And they had like a little like 60 second clip of like how they make it, and it's so big, mm -hmm. and it had like a big lollipop on the side of it, and it was like huge. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. 
Like it's really good to look at. And that's how they you get people. That's just marketing 101. Like yeah. you, you reel people in with something really interesting. You hook them and then you get them to buy your stuff. And even if it's not the best, you got them there. Yeah, that's and like, they're going to talk about it, whether it's good or it's bad. And that's going to, people are going to be like, well, I got to see for myself. Yeah, that's like when the first time I tried uh, Gatano's down in Willingboro, and I was just like, I seen it a couple years ago. I was like bullshitting that work on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I seen that ad too, where they were yeah. like chopping up all the different meats yeah. on the, and like, the grill. And then you get the sandwich, and it's like this big, you know? You know what I mean? And it's like, so I went there to test the limits. I'm like, let me see if this cheesesteak is really that big and that cheesesteak is really that big. Like, I never had a cheesesteak so big where I had to, like, eat it with a fork. You know what I mean? Like, they put, they bought it out on the plate, and then they gave me fries with it. So it's just like they bought it out on the plate. The um regular was, like, about, like, this size. And I picked it up, steak just falling out of the bread and shit. I'm just like, oh, it's true. Now, again, like you said, like, yeah, I've had better cheesesteaks, but, like, it was just, like, I could eat that shit for like four nights. <laughs> like, ridiculously like huge. And on top of the fries, I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna take the rest of this to go. <laughs> yeah. But that's the new wave of marketing because I feel like before, like when they had to market stuff to us, they used to usually had to do it through like commercials and through the radio and really had to like capture us through like our imaginations. Whereas now we're we can see everything like extremely visual and it gets to us really fast. Like Facebook. That's where a lot of people are making their money from with the ads. Like mm -hmm. if you if you are paying to pump out ads to certain demographics and certain people who you know will like your product, you can definitely get like a good run on your business, like for sure. Like people will definitely see your stuff. You can push for it to be seen by a certain demographic group, by certain people in certain regions. So that's how you spread. Like it spreads like wildfire. Like I see a lot of stuff out here like that they know that is appealing to me out here like especially food like and i'm like wow this is really interesting and i'll see it and they're like oh how did you find us i'm like facebook <laughs> like <laughs> how else that's where i see it first like they'll just it'll just be a random ad i'll be scrolling down and then i'll see an ad for like some crazy sandwich or some crazy ice cream something and then i'm like Oh, this don't look that far away. Like even, like even now on Instagram, there's this place in Philly that I'm dying to go to. It's a seafood restaurant. It's called Soul Fed Philly. And they're always posting these big old platters of like crab legs and dipped in like this butter sauce and <laughs> broccoli and all this good stuff. And I'm just like, I can't wait to get there. <laughs> and they're open until 2 a.m. So I'm like, oh my goodness, one of these Saturdays when I'm not working, I'm going right to Philly to get me a nice platter. But that's how they got me. I found it through someone else's Instagram page that shared their plate. And I was like, this look kind of good. Where, let me see where they got this from. Went to that page, started following them. And then from there, that's how it is. So that, it's just like free advertising. It's like, yeah. they really get you uh, based off of what you like, because I'm pretty sure if I seen something for some some food that I wasn't eating, I'd be like, oh, whatever, I don't, I'm paying no mind. So this, all, they capture people in our demographics. They know that Twitter and everything like that is going to get our attention, especially like if they post like witty remarks and things like mm -hmm. that on Twitter. Like, I don't know if anybody follows Wendy's um, Twitter page, but they're, they're crazy on there. They talk real crazy on, yeah. on that page. And like you said, like a, a big thing is just like what controversy It's just like, especially like and in, in we, when we see things like, like you said, with the, the, the war between um, what was it? Um, uh, Chick-fil-A and Popeyes. But then again, we seen that again. What, what was it? Wendy's and like McDonald's or something like that. And then Wendy's released like a fucking mixtape behind it. Yeah. Do you like, remember when IHOP changed their name to IHOP and yeah. they started selling burgers for like mm -hmm. that week and a half when nobody wanted to eat IHOP burgers? Yeah. And it's just like, and, and again, it's just like, it's, it's, 
but the thing is, I think like back then, like you couldn't necessarily like get away with shit like that. Like even even with the fucking Burger King taco, like I'm like, why is Burger King selling tacos and mozzarella sticks? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, Michelle said Wendy's lit. <laughs> but um, why is why is Burger King selling tacos and mozzarella sticks when you know you can go somewhere and get it? Again, it's just a pull you in. It's just like I have not eaten that Burger King taco, but I see somebody and my mic fell off. I see somebody post that shit, and it's just like by far. Let me clip this on. The worst thing I've ever seen. Like, damn. It's by far. Damn, this thing is really fucked up. Hold on. I'm not going to Burger King to get no taco. If I want a taco, my last resort will be Taco Bell. But yeah. I'm not going to Burger King. I won't even eat their deer meat chicken nuggets. Deer meat. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would never, never, ever, ever eat their, their um, chicken nuggets, none of that stuff. Burger King does not do it for me. Look, I'll tell you like this. I go to Burger King because they always send in uh, coupons to my house. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to well get this deal real quick. You know? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, if I'm going to kill myself, at least let me save some money while I'm <laughs> That's the best way to do it. And that's another effective way of advertising is making people think that they're getting a good deal. And that's how they effectively get us too, because Popeyes was like pushing it on us on this chicken sandwich, you know, and people associate Popeyes with being affordable, whereas people look at Chick-fil-A like it's a little like it's but, a little up there with but no, that's that's the funny thing. We actually like can really compare the price of Chick-fil-A is actually like cheaper. Like I think Chick-fil-A's bill is like six something and some change and Chick-fil-A is not that expensive. I got a meal from Chick-fil-A and I spent under ten dollars for myself with yeah with like fries a drink and everything like that I, you go to wendy's you go on michelle you go to wendy's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? over ten dollars yeah unless like, you get a fofo -fo -fo. yeah it's just like and to be honest like i'm like i had accidentally got a wendy's burger and it was just like one of the worst things that I <laughs> but i thought they were the freshest burger see again that's how they get you they tell you that their beef is fresh never frozen yeah I can't imagine eating a Wendy's burger. Like I just cannot do it. Like yeah, to all myself. I go there for these spicy chicken sandwiches and uh, nuggets and like frosties and shit like that. But yeah, like you said, like it's it's those those little adjectives that they that that they sell. We said this with Taco Bell too. It's just like Taco Bell is the adjective master. It's like beefy, crunchy, uh, cheesy, and it's like they put all these things together. And it's like when you really look at the Taco Bell menu, it ain't nothing but the same. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> mixed stuff. around and uh. <laughs> It's like, wait, wait, wait. Wendy's is lit online. Yeah, it is. It's their Twitter page. I'm telling you guys, check out their Twitter page. Their Twitter page is crazy. Whoever runs their Twitter handle has to be like some girl from the ghetto that is ready to go because they are they are the clapback like kings and queens of Twitter. Like you, if you at Wendy's, they will come back at you crazy. Especially talking crazy, they'll come back at you crazy. They're always going at McDonald's like all the time. <laughs> Like all the time, and like you said, they bring in business to both of them. Um, you know, you know, I saw seeing this too, and this was like a, a while ago. You know, the rapper Twenty One Savage when the rapper Twenty Two Savage came out. Like, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> like, that's just a step on your toes. Like, how? Like, but again, he he knew he pulled that, and even though we don't necessarily hear anything from him anymore, that was a controversial moment. Like, wait a minute, we got Twenty One Savage, you Twenty Two Savage. Yeah. Like, but I, the, the problem with, that I see with that, like moving forward, is it's like, again, your product doesn't even really have to be good. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that's one of the scary things about it. It's just like, as long as you can attract a controversial statement behind it, 
and something that brings attention to it. Don't nobody really give a fuck about what the quality is. And that's why I was saying is the sound like if, if I was to try the sandwich again, is the sandwich legitimately good or is it just hype behind it? You know what I mean? Like it's just like we all it's like we all agree on something. So <laughs> it's basically by popular demand, it's true. That's like um nowadays that's the best way to do it, is go viral or get the clout of it. Because your product can be mediocre, but as long as you go viral and you catch everybody's attention, you're you're gonna make the money regardless if if it's like mediocre or average. Is that to deal with uh, face tats? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, anything that's viral anywhere, like anything that you can capture a young person's attention for just this little bit of time, you're guaranteed to make money off of it. That's why those people who go viral, they instantly capitalize off of that. Like, it's just something you you take that moment mm -hmm. and run with it like they don't they don't wait waste no time like that's how again popeyes did it they went viral with their sandwich because nobody was really talking about like yeah everybody was like oh you know but it just took one meme one and then it was memes everywhere like we i feel like if you <laughs> i feel like if you are if you are made a meme or if you do anything that's meme worthy and it gets it goes viral that's it like you're gonna become famous, especially like if celebrities are talking about it. Like that's it. And that's our new way of like marketing. I'm gonna get the tubby, uh, tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go viral. Like think about it. Think about everybody who's become famous off of going viral. Mm -hmm. Think about everything that has impacted us that has gone viral. All right. Think about the guy who went viral for his mugshot. Mm -hmm. He has a lucrative modeling deal now. So, yeah, the one that was uh. Everybody was like crazy with light skin dude. Yeah, with the nice eyes. Like he was dating. He's he was dating like some heiress. I think she just recently cheated on him or something like that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like people who go viral, they take that and they use that. Like especially like, people who got famous off of Vine. Like a lot of them I've noticed now are like actors, like in movies and things like that. Like they take these moments and they capitalize off of them. And that we live in a capitalist country where that's how we make our moves like that's how businesses do their things everything is about making money and you know reaching the people in a new way all right so not everybody's listening to the radio anymore like we'll probably listen to the radio when we're in our car if our phones aren't plugged up to the radio so what's a better way to get their ads out to people mm -hmm. social media you know if they're not listening to the radio if they're not watching tv they're on their phone on facebook on instagram on snapchat snapchat even has ads on their yeah. little pages of stuff that they do and stuff like that if you watch a couple stories or if you go to like this other page they have like little things that you can follow like there's magazines on there different things that they show you even instagram incorporates ads on your timeline like you can be scrolling then you just randomly see something pop up and it's sponsored content yeah. or influencers that's another way like you can get money too off of yeah. like being and i think that's like that's kind of like what you were saying is it's like we're more inclined to like listen to our peers when it when it comes to like you know really giving like criticism of other things like but like but you remember like back in the day like um before music was, was released or when the product was released or when a new food item was released you had to like go into like the magazine clippings like let's look at what the food critics were saying and kind of base your opinion off of that you know but at, at this point like don't nobody really listen to what any music critic says about an album you know what i mean because they get it instantaneously well before you had to send it to the music critic you had to send it to the food critic. Had them give an honest rating and go and have it. Put yeah, even movies. Yeah. We don't do that now. We wait till one of our friends go and watch it, and then we listen for them or one uh, influencer, somebody now, go and watch it. Now that's one thing I will not listen to people about. Like ever, like ever in my life is movies. It's because I don't know. Like I don't. 
when people go see certain movies, I don't know like what they what their intention is. Like some people like going there and depending on what the movie is, it's just like they might not take away like the same thing that you that you take away from it. You know what I mean? And that's just like that's one thing that I won't listen to people about. It's just like it's like movies. Cause oh. people have told me like, oh no, this movie's trash, this movie's this, this movie's that. And this happened with um uh Captain America Civil War. Somebody was telling mm-hmm. me like it was like, oh it's not really all that good. I'm mean, just like it's just that like, I'm like, but when you look at it like as far as a plot wise, it wasn't like this big super villain villainous hero. And what I liked about it is that it was something different that they that he pit them against each other. Like, you know what I mean? He he didn't have any kind of special superpower or anything ability that made him specifically better than them. He used his cunning to pit them against each other. And I'm just like, yo, when you really take that away from your standard good guy versus bad guy kind of scenario, like that's why I think that's one of the better ones. You know what I mean? But but when you talk to somebody, it was just like, oh, it wasn't as much action in there or X, Y, and Z. I'm just like, you kind of got to look deeper, but like below the surface, that and that's why I don't listen to people when they talk about movies. FYI, um, my top movie, and I'm saying this right now, is like the Pirates of the Caribbean series. I'm gonna let you know that right now. Pirates of the Caribbean series. The first three, and me with that, I'm biased, so you can't say anything bad about the second <laughs> two, even though I know it wasn't that good. My bias will not allow me to say anything bad about those movies. I'm a Marvel head, like every Marvel movie to me, especially the X-Men series. I feel like I follow them. I feel like they've flown and grown so much. Like now we're back. We're in the past now. Mm-hmm. So you can't say anything bad to me about any Marvel movie because I'm just looking at you like no, but, crazy. So, especially if you don't follow the comics. I feel like you really shouldn't have me say so about the movies because you really have to follow. Comics. Yes. <laughs> you have to follow the comics in order for you to get the movies. If you just watch the movies and then you're sitting here wondering like what's going on. Well, if you didn't follow the comics, you wouldn't really know. Just like when Guilty. they were sharing the um, Black Panther memes when he was walking with his girlfriend and then Storm was, Storm was back there and he was looking back and everybody was laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's because in the comics, Storm was his wife. So yeah. they, that's funny to me. Like, that's just funny. But I can't say nothing bad about Marvel movies. But again, again, that's with marketing. It's what we. It's like more. We're more word of mouth inclined. Like we more. We more like to listen to our peers about everything. Like we're. We want to hear their perception of things and things like that, and take it away from that because we trust trust them. Like. I would trust my friend's opinion over some stranger that I don't know. Yeah, like just because you say you a movie critic, oh, you watch a lot of movies. Like yeah. me too. <laughs> like if some random stranger on the internet, some random man was like, "Yeah, Popeye's chicken sandwich is good." I'm I'm gonna look at him and be like, "No, but I don't trust you, random stranger on the internet." Yeah, but if my peer on Facebook says, "Wow, Popeye's got this new chicken sandwich and it's good," I'm gonna be like, "Well, friend on Facebook who is also anonymous <laughs> and a stranger, I think I might take your advice." Now, now with that, and, and this is like, I, I want to take it back to like the Marvel movies. Do you think like with marketing there's like a like an oversaturation of things. It's just like yes. it, it, it'll go into his face. So like we'll say like, all right, yeah, this Popeye chicken is the new hype. But when everybody starts doing it, it's just like, oh damn, now everybody got a fucking chicken sandwich now. And it's just like at that point, it's just on a decline. So yeah, and um, then there's gonna be the next thonder. thing that's gonna pop up, and we're gonna be yeah. sensationalized about. It's, cer- gonna- it's certain things that stick around. Stick around, and I'll say honestly, one of the things that stick stick around that I can't, I, I didn't like it at first, but now I'm like I'm grown into it. Is that damn pumpkin spice? Like just like what, like five six years ago, <laughs> pumpkin spice became like this new standard around this time, and it's like prior before, like all of my childhood, I never seen such an explosion over pumpkin spice, but. Also in that same year, I seen what was it? It was like 
when he was like baking in guacamole. Like mm -hmm. that was the whole big thing. Like that was the whole big thing. And it was like another, it was like a hot sauce. It was like a different kind of hot sauce or something like that. They was like putting things in combination. <laughs> she was like, don't talk about pumpkin spice. Man, just, pumpkin spice is trash. I'm not going to say it's trash. It grown on me. And I like, like it. When, I'm not going to lie. Like at this point, at a time when it comes around, I'm starting to look forward <laughs> to it. But, um, but again, like, but like again, I was just like, well, what's this hype about it? Like, like this this whole thing that they doing is just like, but again, it's like that's one of the things that like really stuck like stuck around. But all that avocado bacon, like I like every restaurant had an avocado bacon something. Like Subway did one, and Wendy's did an avocado bacon. I was just like, it's it's at one point it just be it, it gets to be like an oversaturation, and that's when we start seeing the die down. And I wanted to bring that point to like to Marvel movies. Do you think? They should have slowed down on some of those things because as big as um Black Panther was, I think they kind of rushed it because like they wanted to push Black Panther out so they can get into Infinity Wars. You know what I mean? It was just like You know, I don't think it was rushed because we <clears throat> started hearing about the Black Panther when it was in production in 2015. Yeah. And Black Panther didn't come out until 2018. 2018 or was it 17? 18. So yeah, we we were hearing about it up until that point, and then we were also being built up to it in the Marvel movies. If you follow the cinematic universe, we were being built up to it with the end credit scenes for the Black Panther. Everything, every movie in some way or some form, and especially in the cinematic universe, is connected in some way, shape, or form in the end credits. Like you have an idea of what to expect. So I don't feel like it was rushed in that sense. I feel like it was more rushed in like, you know, getting the storyline into it and getting yeah. it across, like introducing who he is and how everything is about. But that's why I'm glad they're getting the opportunity to make the second movie so that they can really go into depth yeah. into Wakanda and stuff like that. I think when they do that, they don't necessarily like need to be focusing too much on how they're going to fit him into the grand scheme of things. I like, kind of leave him. A, a, and even if they didn't do it necessarily with Black Panther, with Captain Marvel, yeah, because it was like, we need to get Captain Marvel out so we can get push Endgame out. And Captain Marvel, it was just not really like anything spectacular. Like it was, it was different, but it wasn't anything. Like when I watched it, I was just like, I wasn't like, oh, this is the next best Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, I think Captain Marvel <laughs> came out just to let us know like who would be assisting us in the End Game and things like that, and just introducing her story and Marvel in itself and like the hidden and cryptic messages. Because for me, like when I watch movies, I always think of like messages in the movie. Like there's mm -hmm. some form of like message in it. Like even in a book, like there's a message in there that you're supposed to take away from the whole movie and things like that. Like think about her name, Captain Marvel. It came from Marvel. Like, mm -hmm. so, and then we call it the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's yeah. like, that's like, you know, put the little puzzle pieces together. I don't know. My mind is like a puzzle. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, gl I'm glad it works like that because some people, like, they don't get it. I was just like, <laughs> we was watching. Yeah. The and movie. if you don't understand it and then you're just still watching the movies, you're going to be sitting there like, what? Because I didn't go into um, Captain Marvel expecting like some like big, exciting movie my whole thing was i was waiting for Endgame mm. to see like how we was gonna tear this up yeah. and how they were gonna play it out so that that was my whole thing with that like because infinity war was messing me up man i was in the movie theaters crying like a little yeah. baby <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh my god they killed the homie not yeah. the homie i think like at that point once you build like a, a, a certain set and let, let me ask you this then before i get into that um do you think in this day and age that it's still reliable for your product to speak for itself. 
if we're talking about marketing, like, can your product like really be so good and so reliable? And uh, Michelle said, I hate the Captain Marvel movie. <laughs> but um, can your product actually still be good without word of mouth and still have that level of success? Memes I think aside, it will it will it will build a loyal follower base. Like you'll have your course, your your loyal course. followers. But if something is good, eventually it may not take off like immediately, like how everybody expects things to take off mm -hmm. but it's going to take off like yeah. people are going to start talking about it because we all network that's something that we're all inclined to do as people yeah. like we network like if i like a good nail salon say for instance word of mouth networking if i go to a bad bad nail salon i'm gonna tell people like yeah isn't that nail salon is that but if i go to a good nail salon i'm gonna refer as much people i can to that nail salon because yeah. i'm like if i'm getting quality service i want the people close to me getting the same quality of care too like the nail salon i go to they serve me wine when i go there and make sure i'm all nice and done up and good <laughs> and taken care of so i would want people to do that and then you know i showed my mom that nail salon now she want to show all her friends and so it's yeah, like so. you have to like think word of mouth is really like the most powerful advertising tool because it's it's the most personable approach like we can pay actors to say things and then it's like all right these are paid actors how what do they know but if someone says your material is quality mm -hmm. you're gonna follow it you're gonna follow up on it to see for yourself like yeah. that goes for music food any type of arts anything like that like think about famous artists like a lot of their art don't come, doesn't come out until they die yeah and then when we see it we're like whoa this is nice and then you say oh did you see that piece by such and such and now everybody is seeing that piece by that person like i went to i go to the adunde festival and they display a lot of art in philly and what i do is i'll take pictures of the art and like put them on like my Snapchat so that people can see them. And some of them are like art that have been around for years, but it's just the fact that I'm getting that artist's work out there. Like that's mm -hmm. a form of networking because then they go on their Facebook page and they market the people's work as well too. Like if you missed it, you can go, you can buy it, you can cash up them for it. Like they set it up for you. And that's another way of marketing. Like yeah. people talking about stuff. Like I've seen things, again, I've seen a lot of stuff pick up just off of people talking about it, yeah. whether it be a party, an event, food, makeup, whatever. Like even in the makeup world, like I'm gonna go back to influencers because that's really what it is. That we're being influenced to try these things and that's why they're called influencers. They will tell you certain products to buy and use and try like, yeah, I'm using my such and such brush by such and such company mm -hmm. and my such and such eyeshadow palette by such and such place and this is the best pigmented whatever whatever and now even if it's not just because they say it, it is and they're getting paid to say it is but they're making it seem like it's not it's like a homemade video of whatever you're gonna be like you know what that eyeshadow came out great i'm gonna buy that palette because it was because xyz on youtube oh, but, uh, so uh we are we're back again back live so but again like i'm saying like with the um which one so i can like and i started doing this like i would go on like after after the show i would say like okay this is the equipment that i use and you know i'm um in the process of making my amazon affiliate link and all i got to do is just find the products on amazon put them in my store and have a link available and like they said they'll give you a portion of that sale people click your link it's just boom it's yeah, free advertising for them and money in your pocket <laughs> yeah that's with anything like i when i used to buy my wigs um they would tell me like in the box in the wig they would say if you want to get paid 
make a video of you unboxing the wig and installing it. And if you get a hundred likes and comments, we'll give you a hundred dollars. If you get 500, we'll give you uh, some certain amount of money and we'll give you influencer status. You can do this and that. They'll send you like, like exclusive products to try and things like that. And then anything above that, you get like, they would help you in like advertising and things like that. Mm. But even small, small businesses do that too. Like they'll say, oh, we just need someone to promote. Like they'll give, they'll give you like the products to test out or they'll test it out on you. Like I've been seeing a lot of the statuses where it's like, hey, if you want to lose like 50 pounds, just hit my friend up. They have this shake for you here. And I see the same generic status. I'm like, I know <laughs> that you don't have magic shake that's going to help me lose it. And then, uh, which one? Okay, good. So, yeah. uh, okay. yeah. And then, so, uh, which one? And I, and I think it's more important that, um, at the end of the day, like, like you said, as opposed to having, as, as opposed to paying one actor $1 million or something like this to say, like, hey, use this product. It's better to just, like you said, have, you know, um, have the masses promoted for you. Like, it's better to have, like, you know, 10,000 people saying like, oh yeah, try this wig, try this wig, try this wig. As opposed Even to with power, I don't know if you've seen it, but on I've my, seen on my timeline, <laughs> on my timeline, I've seen a lot of the influencers, like the social media influencers and the, the like influencer pages or like the top like meme pages and things like that. They'll repost like the influencers making videos about hey did you watch power or hey guess what power's coming back on and then they'll post like 50 cent memes like yeah. hey this guy's like gonna bully you guys into watching power and it's like that's another effective way of marketing like everybody's getting on the newer <laughs> the newer way of marketing and that's just the way it is like social media is free marketing that's yeah. just it just is what it is and even now social media is now geared towards where yeah it's free marketing but if you want effective marketing, you're gonna have to pay. Whereas before, all you needed was a couple people to share your stuff, and it spread like wildfire. Yeah, Whereas like, now you have to pay to be seen online. And that and that's the problem. Like, and I remember like I was having this issue, and uh, a couple people that I know, it's just that uh, when we post stuff on our music page, it wasn't reaching everybody on our pages. Like, and they were saying like, oh, if you want to re reach more of your followers. Hey, which one? I'm just like, but they already follow me. Like, why am I gonna pay you <laughs> to reach the people that already follow? Like, cause it's like a thousand something um, likes on my uh, Facebook page. So it's just like, okay, why? Like, so you only you telling me you only showing 250 people on my page, my post? But I got yeah. like, that's that's obscene. When I started my Ladies Uncovered page and began working with the ads closely, I noticed that. When I didn't pay for that, maybe I'd reach like maybe like 10, 20, 30 people in my network. And when I, it depended on however I paid. Like, so if I, I used to pay like $25 for like an ad and run it throughout like a week or two weeks. And they would set it up to a scale of the highest and lowest amount you can pay and how much people you can reach with the amount you pay. So, I paid $25 for two weeks, and that would allow me to reach anywhere between 1,100 to 1,500 people in, on Facebook in the demographic area that I selected mm. for my who I wanted to view my stuff. If I wanted to pay $50, I could reach 20,000 people in that demographic group. 
anywhere. And if you know you pay more and more, you reach more people. So now they took that and they're like, all right, if you want to make money like that, you're gonna have to pay. Even with Instagram, yeah. there were people. This was like a big article too. Like a lot of people who ran like um like meme pages and spam pages and like pages that had like lots of followers. What they would do is they would accumulate those followers, so they would get like maybe like nine hundred thousand followers or a million followers. Yeah, I remember those pages. And they would sell those pages for like a hundred thousand dollars to people like regular people mm. and that's how they would make their money like they would build up these pages get a whole bunch of followers and then they would s resell them so what instagram did to those pages is they're like if you're not a personal blog a brand a celebrity xyz they shut those pages down yeah i was wondering what happened to them. yeah a lot of those pages got shut down actually a couple of those people got banned from instagram they're not allowed to re-sign up for instagram mm. because the way how Instagram wants it is if you're going to do any type of advertising or any type of like that, like making money off Instagram, they got to get their cut too. That's yeah. just with any social media. So, and Instagram is run by Facebook. Facebook does the same exact thing. If you have a lot of traction on Facebook and they are contacting you to promote certain things and you're not willing, your page is going to get shut down. That's why a lot of people's pages get, they get blocked and things like that. So, yeah. So which more so, um, but yeah, like you said, I think that's just like, it's, Honestly, like a, a like you said, everybody wants basically like you said, everybody just wants to cut you or whatever you're doing. But that that's just like in my personal opinion, like that's just kind of kind of messed up. It's just like you saying like, and I get it. We using your platform, but you made this platform for people to to like connect in for you to promote your product and your brand. But they're saying, wait, 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 wait. You taking up off of this? It's just like <laughs> it's just like yeah. selling drugs. They're it's like, if like, you're wait. if you're making money off this, I want my cut too. Yeah, that's like, how they do it. Yeah, so like, they 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 want oh, okay there we go there we go <laughs> relax over there <laughs> uh, no, right, but we it, it's yeah yeah but we went in live show <laughs> so they they wow. um they make it so that you can profit but they have to profit ultimately too in the end yeah so that even with people buying followers there was a big thing a couple years ago where they um. They deleted any inactive pages, like, and a lot of celebrities were uh, guilty of this buying yeah. followers, buying people, YouTube spreading that. that. I remember they said Rihanna got caught up in that. Like, she yeah, was, she even Mace, his, his follower count went down drastically. Like, a lot of people's pages went down because people would buy followers and things like that, and it would be like a lot of like robot pages and stuff like that to yeah. you know promote themselves and do it. I mean, that, that's one of the good things that they cracked down on was those damn fake sex pages. Those things was, like, so annoying. And I think, like, my, my old account got hacked or something because one of them, like, sent me a message or something, and I had seen it, and it was just, like, from there, like, my thing started messing up. Like, I had yeah. to, like, re-sign up for my, uh, which model? I had to, like, resend for my email notification and stuff like that. So it's just weird. So, but again, like, I don't know. It's just, is it going to be to the point that you can't reach any of your following base unless you pay them. Yeah, like, they everything is about the dollar. Everybody wants to get paid. So if you're not if you're not paying for the advertisement, if you're not paying your way, you're not gonna reach people unless you really have a good network of people behind you. That's constantly that, sharing. Yourself. That's constantly sharing, promoting your product, pushing your product constantly for you, and that's why people hire like. PR teams, advertising teams, marketing firms, things like that to push their product for them when they can't because we can push our stuff all day, every day by ourselves, but we have lives too. Like we're going to yeah. be like, all right, you know, I'm going to push it to stay in that day. Like even with like me starting my meme page, 
I started it a week ago Sunday. And I push my meme page like, you know, every now and again here and there. And in within that time frame, I've gained a hundred and like forty followers for myself. Like just by pushing it, promoting it by myself and things like that. So it's like you have to that's like a consistent thing. So you have yeah. to find someone who's like really gonna consistently push your product for you. Right. And that's and it's like the got, best way to do it is find other people to do it for you. Yeah, and that's why you know they got they they got marketing teams, but the marketing teams is like really they they changed a lot. It's not somebody's like, you know, doing flyers and stuff like that. It's really them just getting in contact with people who have a bigger following. Like yeah, that's a lot of people what they do is they have what they call um social media marketing um people. Like social, you have a social media marketing rep because mm -hmm. my job actually got contacted by one of them. And what they do is they they go on your social networks and they reach out to bigger pages, like bigger flat pat, mm -hmm. platforms, and they send your stuff to them. So they send your stuff to these pages, like, hey, um, how much would you charge to post this on your page and share this on your page? How much would you charge? And they handle that, and then. Or they'll be like, if you post this for me, I, you know, this, that, and third. Like, they negotiate deals with these bigger pages to share your stuff. Because a lot of pages on there, they just repost stuff from different people. Like, there, like again, there are people who are out there, like, regular people who have, like, high follower counts who will be, like, DM me for a promo. And what they'll do is you ask them, like, hey, can you promote my page? They'll be like, yes, I need $100. Mm. They put your, pay, your picture up and your at name on their Instagram for maybe like a day, a week, whatever. And that's how you gain traction because now it's like you're on somebody popular's Instagram page. They're like, oh, I'm gonna check this person's page out and then you and gain. That's, that's the new hustle as opposed to being one of those viral pages. It's like actual pages with real followings, you mm -hmm. know, like not just something that was like robotically manufactured. Like like you said, they bought like a million followers and whatever the, the case may be. Uh, I don't know. So it's just all about really just getting people to talk about your stuff really and just reaching the right groups of people because once, like i said before if you can get someone to make a meme out of you or your stuff you're going viral instantly <laughs> like if it's a good funny like good funny thing like and people can talk yeah like <laughs> people are talking about it all the time and you know actually the most memes that go viral are the controversial ones or the ones that people can really like wholeheartedly relate to like yeah. cheating memes and like, you know, crazy outlandish memes. Like I shared a meme the other day talking about some little kid taking painkillers and he was like, <laughs> why does this candy taste bad? Like, so it's <laughs> like, you just got to find something that people are going to talk about either, either way, if it's good or bad, you just got to find a way to talk about it. Yeah. And that all goes with social media. But then again, with that, you have people who don't care what type of, traction they get negative or positive yeah. because either way it's going to get people talking so yeah and it's dangerous too with that because like you know you can have uh again like i was saying like an excellent marketing package but a horrible product like it was like yeah use this thing and you you use it and you start breaking out your hair falling falling out and shit like that and it was just like that's the dangerous side of it because you could like yep. You can just pay somebody to say like all right just say this good you know <laughs> like, yeah. yeah you can pay an influencer to say hey try this product for me and they they'll push it on their followers and a lot of these influencers have upwards to a million to two million followers sometimes and you're like hey if such and such daquan is saying try this stuff i'm gonna try this stuff they're talking about it i want to try it out too yeah. like even if it's not relatable to you it's appealing to you it's coming to you they're gonna beat it into your head it's not they're not gonna just say it in one video they're gonna promote it all the time like i remember 
there was this hair product. I think it's like the kaleidoscope drops that they were promoting like on different little like Instagram and YouTube videos. Like it was like supposed to be like these miracle drops to help your edges grow back. And, you know, they would get people like that. They would like talk about love and hip hop, how people were missing their edges. And like, they just need these magical drops the to mir- make their edges grow the back. Drops. And I swear to you, people really like went out of their way to buy them. Even waist trainers. Think about it. A lot of these people get waist trainers because they see other celebrities who have had liposuction and other things taken out of their yeah. mid-region. Like, yeah, I just wore this waist trainer once a day and now I'm all hourglass shaped when in reality they went to a doctor and they were nip-tucking and sucking everything yeah. out of there. I mean, it's the same thing with like the exercise machines. And I, I was wondering this. I'm like, they always show like the most muscular guy on these exercise machines to say how effective it is when like realistically the most thing that's effective is actually just going to work out. But it's just like I I kind of thought about it's like, well, if you see somebody like skinny on there, like they're not gonna say like, oh well, it's it's actually working. But they get somebody who's been bodybuilding. <laughs> Hold on, she said, I went to Popeyes to get one, and they were so <laughs> proof is in the pudding. So, um, but yeah, like you know, if you see somebody on there that's like built and cocky, like damn, I could look like that if I get that machine. That's how they get you, even with the weight loss pills. Think about it. They'll go on there and they'll have like an actor who has like a little bloated stomach and they're like yeah i took this pill and now look at me i have abs and what those actors do, <laughs> the they, what they do is they just push their stomach out a little bit and then they're like yeah here we go i got a little gut and then they suck it in and now they got their abs again and you're like wow i'm gonna buy that and then you buy these pills and you end up constipated and all this horrible stuff you go through all this stuff because i got tricked by hydroxine one time thinking that I was going to lose all the weight magically, like I was just going to lose it. And it did nothing to me but upset my stomach and make me have cotton mouth. So I never <laughs> wanted to do that again. I was like, I'm not going to let no weight That's what I was talking about. on me again. That's what I was talking about. Good marketing, horrible product. <laughs> yeah, so no, you could really have like a good PR team behind you and really sell a product. And it, it's the worst product ever. Like people do it all the time, all the time. But yeah. it's all, it depends on the person because a lot of things people do think like be careful with those scammers too because those scammers they'll sit there and flash all the money flashing their rent money right mm-hmm. <laughs> and they be like yo i mean <laughs> remember the one yeah. so he's like yo you can make three you can make three thousand dollars right now i just need your bank account information they target like i think they target vulnerable people because yeah. one time this girl messaged me and was like hey you want to make some money you don't have to put no money in and i was like all right let me just see what this girl's talking about and i messaged her back and she was like, do you have a bank account? Immediately, I was like, why do I need a bank account? So I told her, I was like, no, I don't have a bank account. I just have a, um, what is it, a cash app card or something like that. Just trying to mess with her. And she was like, you can't get a, um, a PayPal card. And I'm like, what do I need that for if you said you're going to give me some money? Yeah, like, right. Like, <laughs> So automatically, I knew it was a scam. And then she blocked me. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. That's I figured she, she thought I was going to do it. But there, there are people who have successfully scammed people. Like, they make these pages and they post, like, these elaborate, like, they're on vacation. Or they have, like, all these money Wake posts. up now. <laughs> <laughs> they have these money posts. Like, you can be making money like me, too. I make this money all day every day and really what these people are doing is stealing people's credit card information or making fake money or doing fake deposits with bag checks into your account and then you end up getting in trouble and they run off with your money like some of them even like steal your actual bank account information like all they need is your routing number and everything like that they steal your information and now you're out of luck the moral of the story is nobody's going to give you three thousand dollars on the spot like i don't (laughs) don't care or how they say they're going to do it i don't care what they say what they're going to do nobody is giving you three thousand dollars on the spot for anything 
Nope. Right, that's that's just plain and simple. There's no such thing as free money. They're not giving you anything. <laughs> it's a scam. There's no prince from Nigeria that's gonna that needs his money for you to fly him out because that's how they get a lot of people too on emails too. They'll no. email you and say that you're a descendant of a long lost prince or princess, and they need you to come over and send over money to um, unlock their trust that they left yeah, nine million dollars for. Like back, back when Tag was like like crazy. <laughs> And she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a prince. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a princess, but I just got captured into this thing. And I promise you, if you if you get me over to America, we're gonna fly back and share my fortune." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> But they get you on every platform. It's not just like Facebook and Instagram. They get you on Craigslist. They get you everywhere. Like on Craigslist, I remember I was trying to buy a car, and I was like super desperate to buy this car. And the guy told me he was like, "Yeah, the car's in London. You just gotta pay to." bring it over here but i can send you the pictures you know my wife just died and i'm like oh you know what this sound like this is a scam they didn't even get you his apartments like this guy told me he was like yeah you can drive by the house and look at it i just can't get you inside because i'm in africa on a praise mission and i praise called mission. i called the realtor group because the house was for sale and they were like we're not renting this house out it's it's in the process of being closed for sale yeah. like i was like oh my god that guy almost got me for five hundred dollars for the deposit Great so, so this be wary. Like, again, that's advertising. It's just how they get you. Like, they capture you with, like, these elaborate promises of things yeah. and everything like that. Like, if it sounds too good to be true, most likely it's not. It is. It's not. It is too true. Not what it is. It's too good. <laughs> so, um, good thing. So, I, I hope y'all learned something here today about, you know, marketing. Make sure people fighting over your product. That's number one. <laughs> Always use word of mouth. Like, make sure you have a network of people who will be willing to share your products on your product, endorse your product, tag your product in things, make sure that they always link you back to them, your product, like whatever they use of yours, let them know to say, hey, if you got your hair done by me, tag me, refer your friends to me. Yeah. If you see someone looking to get their hair done, tag me, let them know that I do it and things like that. So. Yeah, most definitely. So guys, thank you again for an amazing episode. And if y'all could please just do me one favor, go to the YouTube link and I will have it provided. Like the video because it helps out the channel tremendously. Uh, you know, uh, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. If you want to see more, you got a debates. We go live at least once every week. So, you know, we will be back here again with a brand new topic for y'all. Yeah. Sorry about the technical difficulties earlier, but we will mesh the videos up or we'll just have them separated, whatever works about best. So, yep. <laughs> until next time, we got the debates. See you guys later on YouTube.